Transcending the Veil. Hello again, Nils. Hello. <laughs> Today I'm frightened of what we want to talk about. Yeah, it's, you shouldn't be because it's about you. Yeah, we, I'm frightened because it is. We never talked about so personal topics, right? Because what we can at least say that we have this podcast and we talk about many different topics that are pro probably or possibly in our mind and we try to be as diverse as possible and don't put it into one niche and only talk about this but we say well there's some private things we don't really want to talk about in the podcast um, but apart from that we're going to talk about everything there are no constraints right we want to be as open as possible and now apparently we want to talk about something personal yes so that's why i'm a bit Yes, and what I'm very curious to hear more about is the lifestyle that you want to achieve. I have known you for not many months, but I've seen a huge transformation from when I met you till now. And this is probably four or five months since I met you. And you have you are on a very personal journey of transformation. And do you want to share what that is? Do you really want to dive directly what I want to achieve? Yeah. Well, you can talk about... Um, the, the thing is that I'm comparing your journey to my own. Yes. And they are very different. Yes. And uh, the lifestyle that you are pursuing is very different from mine. Right. Uh, I can answer. Um, but I just um, want to clarify your question. So you're now asking me, I'm on a verge of doing a step with my life right now. And this is the question that you're asking, right? This is what you refer to as a lifestyle. Yes. All right. Okay. So just to, to lift that veil on what, what change is going to happen. Um, I am just moving out of my flat and moving into a van. So to do that sort of van life as this may have been known for uh yeah so and that, what what led you to that decision what led me to that decision yeah probably some synchronicities i would say that there, there are some real world stories to that very physical well physical stories that that we can talk about very quickly and it can sound interesting But why do I say synchronicities? Uh, first of all, this point in life that I am at right now is not only a story of the past six months, which I ha already have been quite interesting, probably, for what has been done in my, what I have done in my life or what I went through. But I would say it, it, for me, it is a life story. That led me to this point and therefore i probably need to start with the early part of my life okay right because i for myself i would always say i had a very good upbringing very good sort of family house you know and all of that um very good you know school years i really never enjoyed school I, it was too constraining for me but At that point in time, 
I was certainly not the person that was thinking about a different lifestyle because it has never been portrayed to me, right? So I was doing that standard life, I would say, you know, doing probably, well, was it? Yeah, two university degrees uh, outside Germany, you know, in the UK. Um, did sort of that sort of big corporate life. Did did a career that led me to, yeah, above average paying job, right? Quite high paying job. Um Career in in the beginning was very fascinating, right? Because you, yeah, you, it is nice. You, right? sud- you suddenly get money. You can do your own things. And fucking hell, yeah, you, yeah. you get money, and once you realize that you earn money more than other people, then fucking hell, you think, yeah, life is great. Yeah. Um, what what is interesting is that when I was at that stage in life, after two years doing that really, you know, fast track career ladder thing. Um, the thoughts crossed my mind that it is not my life. Uh, I was going down a path of what society expects of me. Right? Why do I say society, right? Because throughout your growing up is probably during school is where you start to be a bit more conscious about you know what your peers in school, how, how they their family live their life and what values are portrayed. And you get in touch with people in your early adulthood that and you you know all of these connections they have an imprint on you they they reflect on you and that they shape your belief system your value system and so on and never question that right i was certainly living more in the yeah it was a safe area sort of you know in in terms of social surrounding and so on so it it was a nice life certainly no question about that but when I was doing that career in the beginning, it's like I had the, started to have the feeling it's, it's not really my life. It is what people in my social surrounding were expecting of life to be, right? To do a, a good job, you know, be a lawyer, be that, be that. And I wasn't a lawyer, but, you know, I was in more in a different field, but... I was certainly among those, yeah, where, where you think, yeah, you have achieved something in your life when you have these types of these types of jobs. And when this thought first crossed my mind, then you know, it was the phase of right self improvement. You know, that there's so many books and so many approaches to self improvement to really excel in in that business aspect of life. And then you think about money, but I didn't stop there. You know, I I, I was approaching money right. How how about investment? You know. That is what people dig into, right? How to invest properly, how to do your bank account system, how to have many accounts in order to filter your money down to different accounts in order to do savings, in order to do long term, short term, how how to best buy a car, you know, that you know how to account for the depreciation depreciation of your car so that you never lose money with a car. And there's so many aspects and you know, got into that and but then suddenly I read a book and it is written from Gallup, I think that's how you pronounce it. This It, it is an agency, ex- actually, I think, right? Yeah, a research that. institute. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't read the entire book, but I read the first few pages. And it was essentially about why not improve the parts that you're good at already and not improving the parts that you are not so good at. 
and then you know think about what if you manage to achieve the parts that you're naturally good at and think about what you can achieve then yeah and that's the that was one turning point in my life not i didn't change much physically in my life but in the way i approached things on how what is self-improvement of these things because that was the first time where a door sort of opened to me i was thinking fuck that that is the right approach i didn't ever enjoy all of those self-improvement approaches and you know you can do these many uh, personality types assessment and then therefore yeah myers-briggs indicator and myers-briggs is a big one yeah then you have yeah well there, there are many in this world Enneagram right? there's japanese system yeah. there's yeah many western systems essentially i probably did most of them right yeah, as, as, as as many people on this path do right it was interesting in the beginning, but for me, it was just a stepping stone. And, and that, right, with, with this book, I wrote this one sentence. I said, yeah, that's it, exactly. So it led me on to, right, who am I? And then all of these questions started. That was probably two years after I started my job. And it led me personally onto a journey of questioning. And this phase of questioning lasted eight years until now. Um, it led me into areas of very early on, obviously, you know, when, when you think about astrology, personal types like um, Myers-Briggs and many other types, you start to get a sense of, right, it's just a reflection of that system telling you who you are, which essentially you, you well, I would now say, well, fucking hell, you don't need these systems. You, you know it yourself better than any of these systems. But essentially on a very physical sort of, black and white paper to me yeah you are more a free thinker you're more these kind of guy that that works autonomously builds things you know leads things and is a totally different feel than what i was actually doing in my day job but i, I was i was never doing the the standard sort of career ladder thing it was always sort of the other way <laughs> it's always interesting to see that I, I never fitted into the standard sort of uh, approaches in big corporate worlds um, but it always put me into areas where either right doing doing a startup for example right with you know branching out of the company with your own company I explored that field well until the recent pandemic hit and then that investment fund what was scrapped essentially and I could say that I didn't have the balls to to pursue it myself further with um, other external investment, but um, th there was also a ethical question that posed me or put me into a situation where I started to understand that the area, even though how well intentioned it was, what I wanted to build, there's always another way to use that technology. And through the area of the corporate world that I was working in, I was in touch with, let's call them government agencies or, um, no, that's quite accurate actually. Um, and I, I basically got an insight into the behind the scenes working of our European governments, right? Um, and what is in plan and what is being built in the background. And that is an area where my technology fit it in quite nicely it, the talks got never serious to a serious stage um, because then I learned fucking hell this is going on behind the scenes and I ethically I cannot it is not my value system I cannot be part of that so 
I slowly sort of from a energy level I withdrew from that idea that I wanted to build essentially. Um, so you know these things I, I tried in the corporate world and then you know came back to other positions were, were interesting but always had the feeling is it's not where I'm at home but with these with this one startup and before I tried a different startup I discovered that this type of work building a company is really where my energy is kind of you know 150 percent it's kind of the end the day flies by and I, I do stuff many things and I'm still full of energy so I discovered there is a way of living your life and working and being productive where it gives you energy where it doesn't drain energy because in my day-to-day -day job is you know standard was it nine to five you know 40 hour week by now or whatever but I'm exhausted I'm really exhausted yeah. even though that job that I was doing might be difficult for some people but for me I, sorry but I, I was bored right mm. and I'm exhausted at the end of the day yeah. so I I it was very, not worth it exactly in a physical sense I had the experience right you can do a job and you can get paid for it quite well um, but ex it, it exhausts you by the end of the day and so you need to you can't do much at home right you, you have so many thoughts right you know you do your day job and then in the afternoon you da do that either you're so exhausted and so fed up that you need to do sport in order sports in order to revitalize your system yeah your physical system or you can't do anything you just lie on the sofa maybe watch a movie or something and you think fucking hell, is, is that the life i want to live yeah uh, and the answer certainly is no and also what i've found very interesting always when you know when when you're in this corporate world and you move through different departments you always then meet in these departments the people that have stayed their life in that department and are close to retirement <laughs> i and, just want to throw up when i hear about that yeah i've met those and i have never met a person well i don't want to say never but 90 percent of the time you don't want to be that person you feel like life is sucked out of them and they haven't seen a nice part of life yet you know when you go on youtube you see people traveling the world and having a fantastic time and you think hang on what, what the fuck is going on you know they certainly don't live that life that i just discovered in that big corporate world and they manage to survive with sometimes money sometimes not so much um but different life is possible so yeah i basically discovered right there is actually very interesting work that i i'm drawn to that gives me energy and that doesn't suck out energy it's a very different approach to a corporate life is very tricky because we know the statistics that startups fail horrendously often yeah and only if you are succeeding in those other things we talk about um but from a quality of or energy life perspective for me is very interesting um for me yeah it drives me and that put me into the situation where i thought right i i had these experiences now i want to do it myself and that is the reason why the beginning of this year i took a sabbatical right big companies they have this you know option that you can do a sabbatical where you essentially don't work 
have the time yourself is kind of you know paid holiday essentially for and I took it for 12 months with the intention to start my own company it was a deviation of a previous idea I had and I wanted wanted to do it properly do it with well intention so it is not used for let's say not so good intentions but that was a very interesting approach or discovery for me is you know the first month I really dove into right how can that business case look like how can I approach investors you know and, and all of that without a big company without a huge company like world renowned company in the background that certainly is different then right you, you need to do it differently and then you know I, I since I had now time I always also was doing other things I, I was doing you know diving into topics that are where I'm naturally curious at for example you know mediumship UFOs and all of these things they're, they're things that plant I medicines and stuff plant medicine at the beginning not so much but certainly you know more the, the spiritual topics I would say yeah. the, the non sort of topics that are linked to non-physicality let's put it that way right so and that is the reason you know I went to Arthur Finley College to because I, I wanted to see right have I got those mediumistic potentials in me can, can I achieve that as well which I've seen in other people to actually have a connection with the non-physical world and <clears throat> but that is not the only part even even you know uh, even before starting the sabbatical I, I was introduced to and that is what I would call another synchronicity right this reading that one book um finding you I, I don't even know the title anymore of that Gallup book um that I would call is one synchronicity and another synchronicity was certainly when I was introduced to the idea of attending shamanic courses right because I, I for a long time I my parents were probably throughout my upbringing been in touch with um, spiritual topics and seen shamans and so on um, but I at that stage in my life was I was really taking a distance from my parents in 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 that area of um, topic because I thought they're, they're a bit crazy right yeah what the fuck is nuts. going on there yeah exactly yeah because <laughs> you know I was I was very living in that materialistic yeah approach. career exactly career and you know I, I was doing the full thing in that regard and for probably the past few years I, I was carrying around the idea of I'd really would like to meet a shaman right someone that really looks me into the eye and tells me a bit more about myself and because it goes sort of on a tangent from away from these personality type indicators or whatever um, but really, you know, with someone that because that that apparently is a bit more knowledge in these ancient cultures, they they know more, they have a different approach to life. So I was really interested. And then uh, I, I was meeting a lady, and uh, she was a shaman herself in in the Western world because she attended courses, which is possible to to learn the 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 way of the shaman basically. And it was very interesting because she told me is. I never did it to become a shaman. It is for me to practice these approaches in order to help myself, right? To, to have these approaches for myself, to do my inner work, to achieve, you know, to come to that 
destination that I want to get to. Mm. So, uh-huh. so can I put it like this: that you found your your own tool? Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a good description. Yeah, and that is kind of a light bulb moment. It's like, fuck, I don't need to need. I don't need to meet a shaman. I can learn the ways of a shaman myself, for myself. And that is when I started attending shamanic courses. And well, probably a bit of a question now here in this area: what the hell are we talking about? So shamans or medicine men we could maybe refer to them in in that regard as well from certain ancient cultures is well established around the world right but there was there's one guy in the past century called michael hana and he went around the world and met the medicine men in all of the tribes and every tribe had their own approach or the the medicine men had their own approach because sometimes it was let's say tainted with their belief system and so on but he after meeting many around the world sort of saw some similarities and he formulated these similarities in what he calls core shamanism which is the core practice that are equal in all of these approaches and this is where he, he started a foundation and basically started teaching these what he now calls core shamanism in these uh, courses. And that for me was very interesting because it wasn't tainted with any belief system, no religion, no nothing. It was just the core practices. And I attended the first course and we we did a shamanic journey to meet our spirit animal. And I met my spirit animal during that. And it is very, I need to say, I was always fascinated by meditation, right? I was fascinated and coming from a very materialistic approach and, you know, reasoning and logical thinking and all of that. I I was always fascinated by the work of um, Joe Dispenza, right? Because he has, well, meditation and with neuroscience, he can prove what actually can happen through meditation. But I always, so I was fascinated by meditation for years and always tried to do it a bit, but I couldn't achieve it right? I could not achieve that meditative state so even with shamanic work to be in that sort of I don't know the right phrase right now how it's called but this you know other reality that you're in when, when you're in these shamanic journeys I, I started to have problems but I, for me it was very problematic in the beginning to to achieve these because you constantly think right is this now my imagination playing with me is it my mind showing me the pictures or is it really something that i'm observing now in this different reality and when we did the journey through well to to meet our spirit animal we you you, you always start with an intention right to to and in that journey i actually met my spirit animal i, I visually saw it uh, in front of my third eye and that led me into tears I, I was yeah the tears were just running for half a day and I had goosebumps and I was basically in a state of fuck this works actually you know this there is a doorway to non-physicality and it fucking works I, I really had my own confirmation that no this is not humbo jumbo or whatever that you know a guy with a stick and drum running around a fire no that that is things are possible and then in this shamanic feel that you're talking about you know 
things of seeing things in a distance you know what, what you could refer to as remote viewing yeah. or essentially is the same just a shamanic approach to it and throughout you know attending a few courses and so on then i started to certainly in a medical sense when you start treating people i was my visuals can tell if there is a problem with the person it is very fine-tuned for me to to perceive it i really need to be free in my mind but i can see if a treatment goes well with a person or whether that energy is still attached to that person and i had the physical proof of what i saw and then you really understand fuck no that there are really things working there that and i am capable of tuning into these fields of let's call them energies or you know whatever fields yeah, of information yeah so so that that is what i've been probably started doing about a year ago and that probably let me well open being more open to these spiritual topics and that led me essentially also to arthur finley where you know mediumistically i wanted to explore what is possible in that regard and you know we met at arthur finley many other people were there as well and ayahuasca is probably something associated with shamanism right it is um coming from the rainforest in either peru brazil and for me i was actually introduced to ayahuasca about i would say now bloody hell, i can't remember i think it was about six years ago where i already you know i was on the path of asking questions about my life who am i and i, I was on a so-called vocation with digital nomads and there was a guy talking about ayahuasca and explaining what, what you can achieve with it that it really answers your question of your purpose in life and back then i thought like i need to do this mm. and I, i even you know had the connection and i was about to go on that trip to to take ayahuasca but a few days before i had this thought why 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 do i need to take this substance which feels at the time felt to me like jumping off a cliff why do i need to take this drastic step even though it can provide the answers that i'm looking for because i certainly was looking for my purpose in life because i didn't feel right in place in the corporate life and i thought i don't need to do this drastic step and i can achieve it through meditation through other inner work so that's why i didn't take it back back six years ago but at least it was introduced to my life and when i started shamanic work i always had the question again you know what about ayahuasca as interesting that you start to think about it and when, when you talk about it with people then obviously the the shamans they say you don't need ayahuasca you can achieve it with your you know shamanic work And I thought, yeah, absolutely, because now I know what you can achieve with shamanic work. There's so much. Yet, for some reason, it came back in my life again and again. And then through other synchronicities, I got the contacts here. And it, when I heard how it was practiced, how the ceremony I felt right. And for some reason, I felt like I'm in the right 
state of mind. I'm in the right time in my life to do it because I still had some questions. I really had some questions. And that led me to ayahuasca and I can only say bloody hell yeah, it answers your questions. Certainly, even those you, you, you don't think you can get answers and you get more. And essentially, you know, the ayahuasca and then the background, I still saw shamans about other problems. I, I saw um, shamans about um, essentially soul contracts that were, got alleviated. Um, I went into the area of um, a lot of energy healing. I saw a lot of energy healers and what, what sort of was in my path of life also for the past, let's call it the past three, four years is very holistic approaches to health. Um, let's say call it through alternative medicine, mm. which is not a word I like, but um, yeah, a bit more open-minded about medicine and all of these things about eating, about what you can actually observe in your body and correlate in your body, understand your body. So I was more and more in touch with all of these topic, energy healing, um, sort of ancient lineages that carry certain energies in, 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 in your family to do healing in that area. Um, then, you know, started um, certainly after Arthur Finley, you know, started seeing mediums, see what, what messages are coming through from the non-physical part of, you know, or world. Um, and there were some interesting messages. And it certainly, it didn't direct me into new areas, but it was confirmation of right, that there are certainly things now happening in my life. Mm. And a few months later, I got physical confirmation of things that were got well, were told me, to me in, in medium readings. And I thought, oh, bloody hell. This is now getting really, you know, getting mm -hmm. goosebumps, you know. Is There's so much more going on than just your physical reality. That that what is so abundant, abundantly clear right now. Even, you know, when ayahuasca, when you first time have this multidimensionality experience. Yeah, there's so much more than just what we can touch or feel with our six senses. And we certainly have more senses, right? We, we have a sixth sense and... Yeah, we, we talked about already was a high sensitivity, which yeah. alludes to that fact and all of that. Um, so was every open to all of these topics and I was deep diving into many of these areas. So essentially, I, I was not starting a company. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not doing anything in that regard anymore. Um, I was totally emerged into seeing mediums, into trying ayahuasca, psilocybin, and it was all always a, a tiny step on my path, essentially. And throughout my life, even though I, I sort of had the sidestep side into startups in a very safe environment, because I was never doing sort of a startup without a company in the background, I was actually doing it with a company in the background. So it was a very, very safe environment for me to do these very high-risk approaches. Um, kind of lost my thread now, what I wanted to uh, talk about. That 
what else happened in my life in the background? Well, I'm still curious, how do you tie this into what I call <laughs> this lifestyle change? Yes. Yeah, we're going to get there. Okay. We're certainly going to get there because we're close to it. We're, we're three months away from it. So if I can summarize what I, what you've been talking about, you've been through uh, um, many years of a career. You have a lineage of uh, parents that were, perhaps still are, uh, what I regard as a spiritual Um, people so you have uh, you've been brought up in in perhaps that mindset although you didn't acknowledge it until very late and you've started your own training uh, as uh, in the shamanic path perhaps uh, you don't call yourself a shaman but at least you you've found a tool there that you can use to uh, go forward in your life yeah no I now just found the thread again that I wanted to talk about is interestingly throughout my life I I was always astounded by people that quit their job you know I, I had so high aspiration for people that did it but yet at the same point I was so scared to do it myself I could never ever think about quitting my job because for me my, th- my thought process internally was right this amount of money is coming every month in my bank account and by the end of the month it is gone to my flat to health insurance to my insurance of my car and I need a bit of money for for my life and essentially I I i couldn't imagine a way of life without that much money because by the end I, for the, the the money that i actually used for myself like for food and maybe clothes and something wasn't that much because so much was you know put into other accounts through long-term savings and and all of that rubbish and i was so in a in a hamster wheel in a sense right that i was so scared of of quitting but you know i've now done so many inner work i would say i have branched into those spiritual topics into plant medicine into energy healing for myself for um for people around me in a sense um did all of that and i believe it was The preparation for actually for things that happen in my life and also a very interesting aspect is that in astrology right we we have you know the you know i'm i'm what, what am i i'm aquarius right this is obviously a very simplistic approach to um astrology but when you really go into astrology and you know you, the entire constellation of the planets of the time of your birth and going deep into that and even going then through your I I don't think I can now phrase it correctly but essentially from an astrology point of view you can even look into the types of energies that are present during your upcoming year or essentially at any point in time of your life and it is, let's put it in a in a in a sense that it is an interesting year for me 
right? Mm. There, there, a lot of energy is present for certain things to happen, or let's let's call them potentials to things to happen. So even from from that perspective, people told me, "Oh, that is interesting that you're taking a sabbatical in this specific year." Obviously, I myself, I say, yeah, "Okay, interesting." Well, you know, I don't know what to take of it, but. Um, what for me was interesting now, one and a half months ago, the thought crossed my mind is, right, I, I'm on this sabbatical for now, five months back then. And it is going well for me in a certain direction, but by no means in the direction I anticipated or I intended it to go. Yeah, it felt like, right, I'm now peeking into an area where I started to understand that intuition is working interestingly. It works well for me if I put myself in that field of liberty to actually have access to that intuition. So it's a very interesting area to play around, which I certainly, we, we talked a bit about in the Fintorn episode about it, but it has a very tricky thing to explain how you experience it because you, you feel like that you can now interact with the universe in a very peculiar way and you get very real information in this present, well, three-dimensional existence through things you tap into in a non-physical way. And can I just add a little thing that I experienced personally today with you? Yeah. You are very good at manifesting things. You got a you got a key today. Interesting. Okay, right. We, I'm not sure what you allude to, but okay. We can so, talk about it. so due to certain uh, circumstances, oh. yeah, you you okay. needed a place to stay for a while, <laughs> yeah. and suddenly out of the blue, someone gave you a key to At the an door. apartment. Yeah, that that was. Yeah, getting goosebumps again. Why yeah. that happened out yeah. of the blue? Yeah. So you're very good at manifesting. I must. We can talk about acknowledge that. that. Yeah, we we talk about that in a minute because we come to present day and time in a second. And you you threw me off my thought process because I can't remember what I was talking about recently. It, Arthur Finlay. Arthur Finlay. And we can cut this out, of course. Arthur Finlay. Um, uh, five months ago, um, I'm still looking for the van. Van life. And we, we were talking, I was talking about one and a half months ago. Yeah. Because I was talking about that. I was always scared of quitting my job. Yeah. Yeah. And five and a half months ago, I said, so, you know, I was in the stage where I realized, right, this sabbatical is in no way going in a direction I intended to. Yes. Because I had the clear intention to found a company, to start my own business, to to do the startup thing, let's call it that way, right? With the intention, right? To to do it big. Um, and I didn't. But yet again, I experienced part of my life where, right, you know, intention works for me. That there are things that synchronicities started to happen more and more often throughout the past five months, frighteningly often, where you, you get to connections and to information I have no idea how I would have got there. So I basically observed that it is working well for me, just in a different, unexpected way. And I need 
more time. I need more time of this liberty. Yet at the same time, I discovered that even though I had this liberty of sabbatical, I was still falling in a sense into a, a rhythm of daily life without a job or with, without work, but with still with income, um, which was putting me in another sense in a hamster wheel again. And I wasn't actually free, but yet I started to understand I need to be free to tap into these connections to non-physicality, to this universe. And I thought about, right, I have a bit of saving and I always intended to use that saving to pay back to the corporate world because I once I quit my job, I need to pay back the sabbatical, the, yeah. the payment I received during sabbatical. And this is how it works in Germ Germany? Uh, this is how it works for this company oh, I work right. for. Right? Okay. It is different for every company, but okay. this is essentially, I didn't save up for it. I, I, I would need to pay back in terms of lower pay in the future. And I thought about, hang on, what if I quit my job now half time throughout the sabbatical? I only pay back half the money, keep my other half of that saved up money and live of that money to prolong this state of mental, this mental state essentially that I started to yeah. achieve. Yeah. And I was not scared about quitting my job. I thought, bloody, hang on, what, what just happened? You know, mm -hmm. I, I was always deeply scared to my bones, to like the core of my system, scared of losing, well, not scared of losing my job, but scared of taking that step of quitting. Because how does the world work without income? Um, and I thought, hang on, this is now interesting. I, I'm not scared all of a sudden. What the fuck just happened? And then I was sleeping at night over it. And the next morning... I feel bloody fantastic. And that went on for a week. Then a second week was kind of, hmm, not scared, but yeah, a bit anxious maybe. Thought, no, I think that is the right decision now. And so it was, I would say, fairly quick decision because I'm probably a bit more the person that thinks about things a bit long and uh, has an analytical approach, doing spreadsheets of how it works out and so on. But no, it just felt right and, you know, called up my company and said, right, this is my decision. I've got to go through with this and it was done very quickly. Now, well, obviously a bit of paperwork here and there, end of the month. And I'm actually now without a job. Yeah. And you were initially asking the question, a different lifestyle. Yes. And we already mentioned van life. Yes. What is van life? What Just is van life? Right. I think van life is probably associated with Instagram and all the nice pictures you see of people traveling in a van, probably to surf spots and doing that surf style, so sort of wave surfing van lifestyle. But Very also for me, it's not just that. For me, it's, it's the freedom to go anywhere you want. Yes. And why, why am I moving into a van? So the, the rationale behind it simply is, well, first of all, I, I probably have been sailing for quite a while throughout my life. So I'm, I'm probably um, well equipped with knowledge and capability to move onto a yacht 
I could do that as well. Yet I don't feel as rooted on, on a yacht as I feel rooted on four wheels. This, for some reason, I'm, my mind works differently when I'm flying and it works differently when I do long distance driving. It is not the same when I'm on a yacht. I'm, I'm not that, that free in a sense. I'm much more physical, present and aware of physical life and life and death situation on you know having everything under control is it's different it's, i'm more free on a, in a car than and in a plane so so i made the decision right I'll, i need to reduce my life expenditure to have my money my saved money for as long as possible so essentially getting rid of my flat and moving into a van possibly maybe move into cheaper countries but well, this is certainly not a given. It might be more expensive countries. Um, I think nature is a bit more important to me. Um, and that essentially is, is the reason why I move into a van as of next week permanently for the foreseeable future. And this leads me back to what I experienced today, visiting you here in, in your flat that you're going to you know, hand over your key very soon to someone else. Yeah. And with some technical issues with the uh, metal box on four wheels, uh, <laughs> you needed uh, to take that van to a garage and you needed a place because it's in the summer period and there's, <laughs> you know, not that many people working on those garages. So it didn't really fit with your intention to leave your flat. So you needed a new place to stay for some days. And out of the blue, out of the blue, uh, you open the door to uh, a friend of yours and she handed over the key. To her flat and say, right, I'm going on holiday. You can stay in my flat. It's like, what the fuck just happened? It's just one and, of and, those and this things. And this happened today. Um, well, you had, when I met you, uh, came to your place yesterday, You told me about the, the troubles with your van and you started saying, okay, well, I don't know where to live because, you know, there's not a time for me at the garage and suddenly out of the blue, perhaps I don't think you even told her about the, that problem no, she because it is not, it's not a person that you, it. no. it's not a person that uh, I feel that you have you know, daily contact with. So the universe, you know, It's provided talking. you. Yeah. So and you that, manifested like that. Yeah, and you, I think you observed me when when I was shutting the door, closing the door. Afterwards, kind of, I was just saying, "Yeah, fucking hell, the universe is working again." And th this is so interesting that that really shows the experience that I'm having the past four months or five, six months now is that more and more of these things just happen. And so you, you just I, there is no logical explanation, right? There, there is. Certainly, you can say there's more and more proof of this universal field, or you know, there are many many words about this, or how we want to call it, about this non-visible energy field that you know manifestation. You know, Joe Dispenza talks in a certain way, um, David Wilcock in in a different way, but they all essentially talk about the same, or even Tony Roberts talks about it essentially, um, for for people that are more <laughs> connected to that approach. Um, but even in the spiritual area, there are many people talking about. It. So, 
but I get more and more evidence it fucking works. And yeah, we, we you just observed it yeah. happening right there. Yeah, that was so it amazing. Was literally, was it two two hours ago, I think. Yeah. Um, and I want to embark on that and embrace that more and use my intuition more in order because now I feel like I'm not deep diving into spiritual topics for, for the foreseeable future. It, it will always be part of my life and shamanic work will always be mediumistic world and healing work is probably something I'm getting more and more into. Um, but this is certainly working with the universe together. I want to have that that freedom, that mental state to be open for the universe that talks to me. And through that also, also achieve my manifestation of creating my company. Or, well, not the big question, will it be a company or something else? But essentially my manifestation of my existence into other forms while I live on this earth. Yeah. So right. creating and manifesting. Yeah. And that hopefully results in some income in a different way. That is the underlying idea why I'm going to do this. And now you didn't quite ask the question, um, but I think still something I need to answer is because for me it is not the van life. Not at all. Not in the slightest. It is not the approach of right or Instagram. It looks so pretty doing this van life. No. For me it is a very realistic approach to how I'm going to deal with using as little money as possible because what I want to achieve is first of all I want to experience in my life what it means to quit a job so it's a very mental approach like well not mental in an English word but it's a very yeah it's from my mind to to un I, I want to understand my mind if I can deal with a situation in life where I don't have a safety net behind me or below me um, where the question is can I deal with this uncertainty I want to experience that and I also want to put myself into that state where I'm connected to intuition much better which I have experienced before and you know synchronicities in life keep happening and happening and the universe for some profound reason now starts to talk to me more and more often and this is the state that I want to achieve so that is the entire reason and van life as it is um, romantically called um, it's just it really is a byproduct for me right now it yeah. is is not the state that I want to achieve it is a byproduct of what I want to achieve with my mind essentially wow.